You trippin'. Petty crime. And 30 Seconds with Amy. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. A nice little tremolo at the end there with your little tiny reverb. I think it's called uh, nervousness and <laughs> poor singing. Make the perfect make the perfect combination there. A dark, delicious chocolate. My nervousness makes my voice go round, round and round, round and round. My, my favorite of this weekend, we went to Los Angeles as a big old fucking cluster gaggle of college friends got together with one of the number who was turning 50. Let me ask you, I'm going to give you choices. Was your favorite thing when you yelled, I'm not incompetent, just incontinent. Was that your favorite thing? No, I'm not incontinent. I'm not incontinent. I'm incompetent. That's oh, I heard the difference. It. I heard it backwards. No. I heard it the other way. <laughs> no. Everybody, I had a little bit of a discharge, and I- everyone freaked out, and the answer is, okay let's not make fun of her for bladder issues they're real you know menopause is a thing and I'm like you guys I I don't need depends I need a brain that tells me when you're laughing that hard maybe don't go nine hours without using the toilet first this is what happened or maybe you just need some boring friends we had dear listener (laughs) welcome aboard you are on crazy train and we had a wonderful trip to LA celebrating each other and one of as you said, our number who turned 50. Happy birthday, Marnie. And it is really great to be home, but it was really great to be together. Perfect way of describing what happened this whole past weekend All because it was just a wonderful roller coaster ride of wee and as roller coasters do with broken supports. It was just fantastic. It was a very dangerous, very exotic, very exciting, very hilarity laden, fantastic romp through our lives which we love dear listener i will tell you there are two melissas there's the melissa who absolutely loves her friends and wants to see them at every opportunity and commits yes let's go and and wants to be a part of and then there's the melissa two nights before travel where she says who the fuck said yes to this trip and She almost got the best of me, that second Melissa, because there was some weather rolling in on either end and flying five and a half, six hours across the country is is doom spiral for for me. But I put on my big girl panties that, you know, unlike you, I, I still also don't need Depends. And I flew out there and had the most amazing time with the most amazing women. And I will tell you of some of the discoveries we have made. You can't travel with just anyone. You can't room with just anyone. Hey now. And after four days of of off schedule, off a product, I'm going to use that word intentionally. My as as my dear friend Amy would say, my point to you is this. <laughs> that is so your phrase. And in the last episode, it was like seven times, and I thought, is that because we get so distracted? I just did it. To I struggle to make a point. Number one. Okay. <laughs> So you can't travel with just anyone, and here are some discoveries. (laughs) Traveling, there are certain people who know that I have aging Jew belly issues and some certain people who don't, and it's embarrassing at times, but when my travel companion has the same nervous belly I do, five stars. When... Sarah finds out with whom she is sharing a room and she describes them as unscented. Oh, Sarah is, Sarah is fully scented. Sarah. She is fully scented. She does not realize her scent is that of skunk because she is partaking (laughs) in skunk like activities. However, she grooves on that sweet, stinky weed. And from once in a while, it doesn't go away sometimes. It sticks on you. Which yep. is interesting because her objection is all things that have a scent. We even oh started to do laundry and she, we had to order some detergent. And she said, it must be unscented. I'm very sensitive to odors. And I thought, <laughs> that's fascinating. <laughs> so she roomed, wow. with, she roomed with another friend of ours, Dina, who she described as completely unscented. Which, Dina, if you are listening, I assume that's an incredible compliment. 
because you wear the rest of us are either stinky or fragrant. I don't know. You make the call. And you be the judge. You yeah. be the judge. And here's where I hit the wall. When I travel across country, I do not bring with me all of my supplements, all of my lotions, and all of my potions. So you take small size of offshoots of designer imposters for the most part. Because I noticed you did not take your cow colostrum because you didn't travel with your milk frother with the ion battery in it that need. Oh, my God. Are you laughing because you did? Of course I did. I brought it in my convenient little uh, disposable packs and I would put it in. I would drink a half a bottle of water and then I would dump it in the bottle of water and shake, shake, shake the water till the foamy fine. Yeah. And then I would just drink it down. I'm doing it as we speak. Is that why you're bringing this up? You think Fiji no. water is normally bright orange? Oh, you did the orange one instead of the watermelon this time? Uh, I, it's not this time. When I purchased it, I got only individual serving packs, so they were meant for on the go. Yep. And I got two flavors. I got vine watermelon and I got blood orange. And I now I prefer the vine watermelon. Just don't take it straight. I poured it directly into my esophagus and That's it had crazy. like citric acid. So it wasn't great that way, but when you dilute it in water, it's quite pleasant. It's quite a pleasant little frother. So you had a better deal of it because you were still on your lotions and potions. I, I wasn't. Bring- I wasn't on my foot. Fo- no, I I completely identify with what you're saying. I bought brought a travel size of deodorant, which I hate because I felt like I had to use it a lot because I just it was so tiny. I felt like everything was tiny, and there were a lot of things that I elected to omit and then that was the one thing that I wished I had I brought every other fucking thing that I didn't need or want except for the thing where I was like bah, 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 gonna need that. Blah, 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 blah. and then of course that's the one thing so I'm I I'm with you I feel you but I also anticipate I don't have regular routine that's my goal is to have a regular list of potions and lotions and routines that I would feel amiss if I skip it a day, that would be, that's my dream state. And that's, that's how my I feel. hot girl week. You know, those hot that, girl week, I'm going to spend the week lying to myself and, and living as the hottest version of myself. You know, do, do, have you seen these things where these girls go through like a two week boot camp where they get up at five thirty in yeah. the morning and vacuum their barren floor and, you know, walk their strange hairless animal and all the things they do and write in their journal for six hours. I'm like, go out, make some friends. Come on, you're fine. You don't need that shit. You don't need to be on TikTok filming your whole life for me to watch it. I'm not doing that. All right, go ahead. Now, I was really just saying that after a couple of days of not having your um, collagen or colostrum or taking your magnesium like you usually do or your probiotic is really fighting because of different things you're eating or the things you normally eat, like your little fiber crackers in your yogurt non-dairy, are all messed up, all kinds of messed up. And when you order some things to have them in your house to keep yourself regular and you're in the house with 27 other people and they've eaten it by the time you get to the kitchen, I I don't know. By the end of like the four-day thing, I was ready to go home and I was ready to put all of you in my bag with me with my edibles and fly all the way back and plant myself back here at the beach. Welcome home. I have a question uh-huh. for you. Yes, I want to answer your question. My daughter gave me a birthday present. I'm sorry to whisper she's in the house. Happy and birthday. It is, it is a gorgeous necklace uh, with a bar that hangs down the 20-inch necklace, but there is something stenciled on it. And I don't know that you can see it. I actually, in fact, I know that you cannot. But it says, cunt. Oh, sweetheart. It's perfect for you. It is perfect for me. I have a charm on my necklace currently that says, fuck. And that was, you know, my expression of just the way things are going. So to have cunt on there, too, kind of makes me... Kind of makes me a little bit right next to the big Jewish star, but kind of makes me a little deplorable, doesn't it? I love both. And here's what I love about your fuck necklace. It is the word fuck in script in gold, as you do. 
but it's if not you're gonna displayed, do it, do it right. It's not displayed in the Carrie Bradshaw esque manner that you're thinking a necklace would be. It is that same style, but it is a proper pendant, so it hangs down from the F-U-C-K, sure does. A- akin to a spine in the Library of Congress, right? So you can read it vertically, and it gives you a moment to kind of investigate what dangles betwixt those breasts. Oh, it's a golden fuck. So it's really exciting to be around you. And now, especially because you've got the cunt <laughs> and everything else going in there, it's just a melange <laughs> of many, many pendant, pendants of the world over. You're the many, many vulgarities of Belenton, and it's delicious. And one more reason. Many vulgarities, you, yes. That's yes. what I am. The many. Is that off-putting when you meet p- new people? That they're vulgar? fucking cunt on hanging from my neck yeah is no that, i think is that it's off-putting? more no i think it's more of a righteous dog whistle it really helps us identify our own and it's a it's a shorthand it's a Fair. rapido rapido right in the same way that if somebody comes at you wearing i don't know a scalloped edged high neck sleeveless ruffle tank in a floral um and then matching pink short shorts you you couldn't even get through the description. The face on her, she she was like, "What? What? Ew! Ew! Ew!" It was almost like I was describing a mosquito coming at you. Yeah, she doesn't want to be around those folks. Correct. Yes, I agree. A hundred. Yes, it was. It's these are my people. They will find me. I am. I guess these charms are fly paper, and I'm looking for flies. So that's that's a go. So you know how you were shitting a pink one over the fact that you were traveling, and then yes. your travel facts. Because everybody had weather. Everybody has weather. Everybody had weather all the time. And none of the planes were on time. And I was just very quietly going about my business, not having any changes to my flights. And I was like, psych. She watched us. We sat in the backyard. One friend canceled. Two of us. Oh, go ahead. What happened to you? Universe found me. So my original, uh, I had to do a change of flights coming back from L.A. So instead of going home. I did a hop, skip, and a jump. I went to Chicago, and then from Chicago to Providence, Rhode Island, which is where I am now. And so I couldn't get a direct flight. There is no direct flight from L.A. to Rhode Island. So I had to do it that way. I'm like, I don't really like. Okay, leaves it open. So my first flight got delayed by 10 minutes. It's okay. Got to Chicago, and my flight was overbooked, and they started giving out the money. And then they said, oh, wait. We're not going to give you any money because we're going to delay you two hours. Have fun. Fuck. Okay. So they delayed us two hours. I'm just going to do real fast. Delayed us two hours. Changed the gate three times. So you went from H gate to K gate. Not not H A to H B. No. It was traipse across the airport three times. Three times. From the gate. And then got on the, got on the plane sat on the plane, pushed back from the gate, stopped mid-taxi. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, just a quick update. The engine doesn't work. <laughs> so we're going to go, we're going to wait and well, see I'd what maintenance wants stop. to do. Yeah, so an hour, it took him an hour to figure out. Maintenance can't fix it. We're going to take you off this plane. Go back to H gate. So yeah, so then we went back to the original gate and got on a different plane. And there were a lot of people who live in Providence who were flying home who were not happy to, instead of getting home at 10.02, to be getting home at 2.55 a.m. So there was a lot of surly nautical folk, all with me. Yeah, but I was just picturing myself, no, I was picturing you seated next to me on this plane with the engine that doesn't work because I think you would have climbed out on the wing and took a shit. Right on the wing. <laughs> but I got here. And then I got a very lovely gentleman to drive me to the hotel in the night. It's very true. And yes, and I would have driven home from Chicago. I would have been the one screaming, give me my fucking bags. I am driving. I can't. First. Oh, and we had what you had with a delay. Like, oh, we don't have enough uh, flight attendants. We're right. waiting. They just We're waiting landed. for ice. We're waiting for John. We're waiting for, you know, waiting for John. bullshit, <laughs> bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Yeah, it's all just a bunch bullshit. of bullshit. It's ridiculous. So I got here. I got here in one piece. I got here safely. You know, there. that's how it is. That's how it works. 
Welcome I come to home, I get here, and I, I say to my kid, oh, we had the best time. Uh, I want to tell you that this woman we went to visit, her children were amazing, and here's why. One of them came and picked everybody up at the airport. Oh, did everybody fly in at the same time? No, but he came in heats for every group of travelers, and that's through LAX, which is, I mean, I hate Philly, but LAX is Philly on steroids. It's so big, and they are under construction for the 26 Olympic Games. So I was thrown, and I was in awe and amazed. So this young man, who will be going to college on my coast, can't wait to play with him, Drove everybody. They were so good, these kids. And she said, wait, he's going to school with me. And then she came up with this information that blew me away. She said, Mom, do you know that gingers are the boy who picked us up? Fire engine, red hair, gorgeous six foot two boy. She said, they're going extinct. No, they're not. Who has this information? The woman who genetically produced a ginger? I cry foul. How could she be an expert on this? Because of her genes? No. Uh, Potentially TikTok. I mean, embedded. Uh, New York Times article with a little tiny video that we like to call embedded. Cite the source. She said that when people pick at a sperm bank, when people pick their sample, when they pick their, that nobody is picking gingers they're only picking they're genetically choosing not to have gingers and I said it's so funny that that's why you say that because of of this sweet man who picked us up I will tell you he is a product of one of those sperm banks so I will also tell you that's not true but I don't know it's if it's a current stat that people are not choosing that and that's what's coming out could you imagine some of my favorite people are redheads that would be awful feel like there is now an opening in the market for exclusively ginger it's ginger sperm i we have to get it right we're code so we're niche. gonna niche we're sperm gonna, niche, right <laughs> we got what you we got what you're looking for that's it that's fantastic we got what you looking oh, for. oh the conversations we have on this visit. but isn't that crazy to think because of that yeah it was we learned so much from each other we found a thousand different pairs of readers. Everybody is in some stage of Perry or something pausal. And um, we were still more fun than any other group that was out there this weekend. So suck it. Yeah. Millennials. The only regret, the only regret that I have is not being able to do any kind of a deep dive with all of the glorious and delightful people of the Marnie sphere that I wanted to meet. Right. Marnie is long known to us. We she actually mentioned that's the birthday of, girl. Yeah. So one of she met one of our friends. The first one of us that she met ever was on her first day at college campus. So we're talking, what, 31 years ago. So it's been a long time that we've been around. We know all the Crazy. ins and outs. And throughout that whole time, Marnie's M.O., anywhere that she goes, she uses it as an opportunity for a mini reunion. So no matter where you are, like I'm here getting married, but I'm also going to a funeral and having a retirement party. Like it's there's always like this is my cousin. I used to work with this guy in Toronto. And, you know, here's some dude that I had backdoor sex with in, in 2016. That's too recent. You know what I'm saying? Like all these the she's like, park. And we're going to yes, have lunch absolutely. with all of them right now. Have fun. Because she's like, I'm only here so many times that I'm here. So let's do it. And this party was another one of those great examples. It was worlds colliding. But they work. Like it was all these people from all these various points of her life that don't belong or don't even recognize each other by type. There were a lot of people there not wearing a fuck cunt necklace. Can I just tell you? And I wanted to spend more time with them. But time was of a premium. So all I could do is stick my hand real deep in their pant pocket, hoping for a business card, and maybe try to catch up with them sooner. I was doing a lot of hands in the pants for a lot of people. All right. You say that facetiously on this podcast, but my highlight of this trip (laughs) was when you were compromised uh, mentally, cognitively. I'm not quite sure how to. It was a weed gummy. Yes. And several drinks, if we're being honest. Sure. So, sure. Okay. Who who counts? Who's who's keeping track? I, 
Nobody's Clearly keeping not track. Me. They're just <laughs> obviously. We're just making note, not keeping track. And uh, I do have a video of a retell of the story where uh-oh. you were online at the bar and you oh, saw right. someone that you thought you had met earlier in the evening. Well, here's how this works. So these people tend to look a certain way. We all, none of us look alike in the D-sharps, but you can sort of tell by type. We're, it's like, ooh, who's that loud sloppy gaggle? Must be the college friends. And then they're singing. She's with oh, us. That would be the, the answer. Right. She's with and us. <laughs> who are all the people who brought their own cardigan? Those must be the accountants. So it's like you figure Not it out. Not with right? us. Right. right. Who are those people who look like they are just got off tour with the doors? It's like, oh, they must be industry folk. So it's like all the all the thing. So it's you, your people are of a type, right? And one of her types is rugby gang. She's she's a big rugby player, right? So I met this woman Ruggers. who was who was easily six foot two, and I think she was wearing sh- uh, shoes to make it taller. On top of that, she was a force. She was a frightful force. Gorgeous Amazon, fuck you up if you took her slider. Like we're ready to go. So we're in line at the buffet and we're just chit chatting. And she's there. Blah blah blah. She took her oh, slider. Okay. Okay, and her wife is there, who also looked like she could beat me up, but her wife doesn't play rugby. So I was like, all right, how's that work? She was just fit, I guess. I guess she had to She had the beat. cardigan. Her wife she had, had the, the th- cardigan. She had the thing. They were ready to go. Okay, so, and it was great. Ha, ha, he, he. Oh, you're fantastic. Oh, wait a minute. Blah, 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 blah. And then, it, so then I go to the other side of the room, right? And then I get progressively drunker. And then I got up in line, in the bar line, and I thought it was her and from high. behind. Wearing those same white pants, I thought. And the same navy top with no sleeves. Nobody wears sleeves. These fuckers. So she's there. And my God, the ass on this woman. It was so tight and great. And I was like, I'm going to get some. I'm going to get it. And I just looked at it and I thought, I'm going in. And as my hand was reaching for her ass, because I was just going to like grab a big meaty chunk and shake it and say, oh, you got a juicy ass in those pants. Like I was just, this was how I was going to say hello again. I met you at the sliders. Right. But instead, I thought to myself, maybe, maybe check. So then I walked around to the front. Let me check. Let me yes. check. I've learned. I've been learning. I've been listening to this podcast. I've been listening to my <laughs> friends. I'm trying to do it. I'm trying to learn. I'm, I'm embracing the work. So I thought, let's, let's take a, just pause. Just pause. Check. Verify. So I walk around front. And she looked a little shorter. And I thought, uh, don't grab her yet. Don't grab her. My brain's going, don't grab. And my mouth said, how do you know, Marnie? Oh, thank God. And she went, oh, I'm her boss. (laughs) Dear listener, could you fucking imagine? It's not bad enough that she's like given hints about her college life and friends to other people. And they can't imagine that we are as crazy as she says we are. And then you are standing at the bar line as her boss and a hand. It didn't take long to get to D sharps. Amy, I've heard. Yeah, so, I mean, it was a good Her thing that undercarriage, I, yep, getting, yeah. as Amy phrased it, a juicy grab of... She had such a... It was the perfect shape. You just have to grab it. The, the people are like that with babies. When you want to just grab their cheek or their face because you love them. That's what her butt was to me. Okay, at what age face. does that stop? Because we're all aware, and we can all admit, that does stop. At what age does, does it, that stop? Does it, though? It should. Because, oh, pish tosh. Here's the thing. Pish Tosh. Here's the thing. Tell me the thing. If it happened and she didn't have to fire Marnie, she would be thrilled that it happened, actually. And she would dine out on that story for a long time. Here's because a poll. The Flattering the, or vile? The you crux, decide. The crux of that story is this lunatic was overwhelmed with the stellar shape of my ass. So much so that she had to sexually violate me. I mean, that feels pretty good for cocktail party fodder. It didn't sound right when I said it that way. I, I think don't I heard think it. so. I heard it. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck it. Okay, I'm taking notes. I got it. I, no grabby. I, I won't I'm grab. Already, I'm already impressed that you have realized twice you've told the story saying, let me check. That is where <laughs> I realized you have already learned something in your it, past it has forced It helps. You. It helps. Well, because the other thing that I've learned is I have now forgotten how to stand in photographs. Like, I think our friend Annie has worn off on me. And by this, I mean, I was going, I would stick my hand in my pocket and like stick it out so that my stomach looked three times larger than it even is. Like, it was the stupidest, like I was going out of my way to, like I would be really hot. And then my hands are like going, like making an artificial bubble around my stomach. And another one, I was seated, and it looked like I was cradling a pregnant belly. 
And I thought that was like sexy. In another one, I grabbed my friend's belly as if standing next to her to pose as if she were pregnant. So, <laughs> and I wasn't doing this consciously. I just kept grabbing parts that were great. I just, I just, okay, I'm going to stop talking because I'm not really reflecting well. And I'm a good person. Something's happened to me. I've forgotten how to sneeze, and I get a lot of shit for that, too. Okay, I, that I, one blew me away, as I it have blew forgotten. you I've away you this, as well. I've told you this on the podcast before. I sneeze like a fucking horse now, and I don't know why to stop it. Because the sneeze is, because I used to sneeze where you hide it. You sneeze, and you go, right. You know, where you, and then that's. Blow out your like, eardrums. It's and bad for you, and it blows things out the wrong parts of you, and all correct. of it. And so then I thought, okay, well, I don't want to do myself damage. And I'm a human. I get to sneeze. Fuck y'all. So and anyway, and I can do it. I mean, what's the big deal? It's a sneeze. And for whatever reason, like telling a joke, once I thought about the mechanics of what is a sneeze and how do I do it, now I can't do it. So in the middle of the sneeze coming on, my brain short circuits and I'm running scenarios of what I'm supposed to do. And then I invariably open my mouth and my nose and my eyes, and I do like a flat, like a like a toddler oh, I was near would do you. it. It's terrifying. I thought it somebody does, I, jumped on me. her and <laughs> beat her with a club seal club thing. So like, I'm, I just, I'm working on the sneeze. I'm working on the grab, and I'm working on photo pose. No, those, keep these going. Are my top three. Keep going. Hey, hey, I gotta master a few before I add to the list. Keep going. No, your list also had spitting and whistling on it. Those are skill acquisition. That's different than make it through the day. Like, I don't want to get arrested. I have some things I have to, like, there are things that are actively offensive. The fact that I can't whistle is just a flaw. That's different. That's no, different. It's a skill I'm not hurting waiting to anyone. happen. I'm not hurting anyone with my lack of whistling. I'm actively potentially hurting people by grabbing their privates when they're not ready or don't want it. Is that what you say? Don't want it, aren't interested, feeling less oh, violated. They're they oh, they it. just don't know it yet. They're just not ready. They're Aim, not this, ready for it. This travel uh, spree that we seem to be on, you're going somewhere new every weekend. I have a yay, yay, this ho. trip. Yeah, this trip, and I have two more planned, which absolutely send me to the shitter with nerves. Yay! I'm curious to know from you, and I had read a travel thing quiz sort of thing on last week's podcast where I talked about how so many people what was 11% had never been on a plane 13 to percent had never been out of their home state I'm wondering out of the 50 states how many states have you traveled and seen a shamefully low number shamefully low um, I think I've, I, th I remember doing the count at one point. I'm going to read I'm them to you. Oh, and I'm okay. Going let's to go. Ask you to take your hotel club <clears> pencil, <throat> golf pencil, and just do hashtag hashtag no hash marks. That's it. Hash marks to tell me how many of these 50 states have seen the Fugazi face. I'm ready. Go. I'm doing it alphabetically. Alabama. Yes. Alaska. No. Arizona. Arkansas. Yeah. Yes, yes. You've been to Arkansas? Yes, bitch. Who hadn't been to Arkansas? I Razorback hogs! Fuck them! Woo! I have not been to Arkansas. Really? Right. What'd you do in Arkansas? Work? I don't remember. It was long ago, but I've been there. Okay. I have a t-shirt from it. Arkansas, mm -hmm. right. Okay. California, duh. Yes. Colorado. Yes. Connecticut. Yes. Delaware. Yes. Florida. Yes. Georgia. Yes. Hawaii. No. Yeah, it's a big Fuckers. note for me too. Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa. Uh, Indiana, yes. I I gotta go in order. Idaho, no. Illinois, yes. You got stranded there. Indiana, yes. What was the other one? Iowa. Iowa, no. Go. Kansas, yes. Kentucky, yes. Louisiana, obviously. Yes. I've spent. I did some time with you there. Maine. Hey, hey. Maryland, yes. Massachusetts. Yes, I've been yes, yes. There with all of with you to all of those. Michigan. Yes. Minnesota. Mm, technically yes, but I'm gonna say no. I have been there. Mississippi. Yes. Missouri. Mm, yes. Montana. Amy, no. your list is so much longer than mine. Nebraska. It's, sh it's super shitty. Yes. Nevada. Yes. New Hampshire, New Jersey. Yes, yes. New Mexico, New York. No, and of course. North Carolina, you live there. North yes. Dakota. No, and I even have a friend there. No. Ohio. Yes. Oklahoma, 
No. Oregon. Uh, yes! Pennsylvania, Sorry. Rhode yes. Island, and yes. South Carolina, I think, are yes. three places I've been with you. Yes, yes, yes. South Do Dakota? You, uh, no. Tennessee? Yes. Texas? Yes. Obvi. Utah? Uh, yes. Vermont, Virginia? Yes, yes. Washington? Yes. West Virginia? Yes. Wisconsin? Yes. Wyoming? Well, Wisconsin probably doesn't count. But Wyoming is a definite no. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the yes off Wisconsin because I don't remember actually sleeping there, so I'm gonna give it a no. All right, how many is that? Eleven, twelve no's. Math it up, bitch. So oh, all yeses for except 50, for twelve. Forty, thirty-nine, thirty-eight, thirty-eight. You've been to thirty-eight states. Yeah, that's too fucking slow. Is what I'm getting at. That's too low. Is what I'm getting at. I've been to twenty-five of the fifty. So, and I'm okay with that because some of them are states to which I am not interested in traveling. I feel like my list is still shamefully really fucking low. And we didn't even say Washington, D.C. or Puerto Rico. Bing, bing, bong, bing, bing, bong, bong. So, <clears throat> or Virgin Islands. Yeah, we didn't do U.S. Virgin Islands. We didn't do Guam. We didn't do, but I just met the contiguous, even though I added Hawaii and Alaska. All right, they never count. mind. The 50 they states count. is what I went with. They, they count. Oh, they count. How they many times this past count. week did we hear the phrase, blank, 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 is real? I feel like in the world... In the world, I feel like people <laughs> don't think that whatever your struggle is, is real. Why is that? Do people not have empathy anymore or sympathy anymore? Like, what happened that we all need to say, look, I just pissed the floor. Incontinence is real. Menopause is real. Why are these things we have to say to justify what's going on with us? Well, I think the phrase we were saying is sex work is work. But yes, I agree that it is real. <laughs> It's not sex called a job for nothing. Work. Yeah, yes, sex job, work is friends. work. It's a job. Hand, foot. Right. Mouth. So, I, yeah, but I, I do think it, it kind of speaks to, and the broader picture, in, in of how we treat each other as friends within our friend group. I don't think it's everybody who says it's real. It's a thing. And we were frequently saying migraines are a thing. You know, pick any anything that somebody's trying to deal with. Right. That's a thing. And that's a that's a way of saying we're going to accept whatever this world brings our bodies and our minds and our current cir circumstance. We're going to accept it and fold you in and have no problem with whatever it is you're dealing with. And I can't truly can't express how profoundly grateful we need to be. We already are. And we all are to know that there's nothing in the friend group. Right. Murder is real. Like that's okay. Just get Murder, the shovels. Dirter. Did you bring? Did you bring gloves? Because we have to shovel and hide this body now. Fuck. I don't want splinters. I'm not doing this unless I'm high. Like nobody ever says no. I won't hide this body. These right? gloves have too much scent. Did you wash them with those beans? I need and the tied unscented gloves. That's it. Right. That's what and we would have. We always focus on the right thing, which is whatever you got going on. We're there. Move over, bitch. I'm driving. Let's go. We're going together. We're going to jail together. We're going to rock bottom together. Rock We're going bottom, to the I'll highest, highest together. So it's, yeah, so there, there, anytime anybody had a need or something, something literally broke or fell off or, you know, peaked out, then it was always. Okay, I support you. That's great. I guess that's what we're dealing with as a I actually as a have this group. pulley system right here in my bag that I brought because this know happened to me people, before. Do you know how many people, and frankly, do you? can you even remember a time in our friend group where there was many things that were bridged too far? I'm not dealing with that sloppy bitch. I can't believe that. Blah, 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 blah. Can you, this happened and we're done. Like, that's just, we're, we're past all that and or that's not an option. So... That's the thing to be grateful for. There's you, no deal breakers. Do you think that's because they know too much and having them on the wrong side out in the world is just not productive for our lifestyle? I'm now? sure that's in there. But I think the, the bald truth of it is we love each other and we that doesn't get diminished when some weird shit happens. It's like, well, I don't like that. I, I still love you. So here we go. Right. There's this there's this complete acceptance 
I mean, I just keep coming back to me and all the pregnancy photos that I inadvertently took with people grabbing their stomachs. And those are beautiful photos. I just look like an idiot. And the joke is, let's all laugh at this idiot. And then we got to teach her how to stand in a photo. Not like, oh, my God, Brenda, get her out of the photo. Like, that's never crossed anybody's mind. Do you know what's crazy? We've got to teach this dope how to stand. That crosses a lot of people's minds when it comes to For me. you, yeah. Well, I'm grateful for the help, right? I love that you're bringing me along. Like, it's nice to me. So it's I'm nice. the first to analyze this because I have a relative I don't talk to anymore because he went a bridge too far. And I don't need that shit. It's the family you choose over the family that, you know, made you. Well, the fact is, what you made me wasn't so great. And it's the family I chose that made me better. So perfect. Really, what I want to say is thank you to those 10 women who truly, I I mean, I I talked to one of them since and I said, I don't know that I'm confident that I couldn't live with you in perpetuity, right? From here on in, I can't live with you. Maybe on your street, you still might be a little too much. But these visits, she actually talked me down from that saying, you know what? It really wouldn't be because we would get together and we would do this. And then we'd all go to our homes and play our fishdom and do our thing and have our decompress. And then we go out again. But these trips totally recharge me. And if I had the trip and then another one that followed, maybe I wouldn't have that moment where I said, I'm not going. I don't want to travel. Because it's so fresh in my mind how refreshing and rejuvenating it is to be with people who you love and who love you in a way that even though you're not unscented, you can, even though you have products that have an essence, you can still stay absolute best friends and this was amazing Uh, I did discover though Amy did participate in a petty crime even though she comes on here all the time and tells us how she did not steal and we get a weekly report of what she did not steal I could have taken this I don't steal I I may go out of my way to buy things I don't steal well you colluded with a stranger in an act of theft from a CD oh that's right that's right. Oh, my gosh, you guys. So I was an accessory after the fact in a shoplifting incident. For reals. For reals. So I went into CVs, which for the rest of you, that's normal what, people. That's what normal people might call CVS. We had an unfortunate friend of decide that it was like, well, if, well, there's a CVs. Actually thought it was called CVs instead of CVS. So now you're welcome. Let's always call it CVs. So I was in the CVs getting one or two travel sizes, something quick, just pop in. Didn't know where anything was. I don't make a regular at the CVs. Walking down the aisle, I was sort of in the middle of the aisle. Yeah, I was that person. And this guy sort of shuffled in. He had a portable cooler on a long strap across his back, like a soft-sided cooler. Like he was just a sketchy dude, right? He came shuffling in, and he was sort of real close to me. And I looked up at him, and he's like, excuse me. And he kind of walked past me, so I'm like, all right. So I get out of the way. And then he walked right over to the batteries. And I was like, I don't know what you need batteries for. Like, it was weird. He made a beeline for the battery display and stood there, right? Almost immediately, the store personnel came up and said, can I help you pick something out, sir? Can I help you? Can I help you? And I thought, shit, they're hassling this this sketchy dude because he's black, right? That's what they're doing. They're just, they're not hassling me. I'm sketchy. I'm standing in the middle of the aisle, don't know where anything is, picking up shit, sniffing it. Like, I'm just acting like an idiot. And then meanwhile, And nobody's offering to to help you. Nobody offered to get in my way or do whatever. And then the guy starts moving real quick. And so I stepped almost to get out of his way. But I ended up doing what's called a moving pick for the store personnel. So I was able to get the shoplifter actively out the stove. Because I block, cock blocked the manager because I was just trying to be like, oh, 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 oh. But like me in that photographs, I did the exact wrong thing at the exact right time. So this guy walked out and then I got to hear the play by racist play up at the front desk. They didn't say anything to me. Uh, they should have. They should have. But I went up there and I'm like, I just need to buy this travel size Listerine because I think we all know why. So I went up to the front and I'm standing there waiting for them while they want to talk. He came in here last week. I knew when he came in here. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, friends, he's taking batteries. Do you think they're, that's energy. You should give that to him for free anyway. What's he doing with the cooler? Why? What's he trying to take? There was nothing else in the battery aisle. Like, and also, fuck you, CVs. You can give him something. So anyway, but they were all trying to diagnose how they could prevent this next time and this and that. And, blah, blah. and I'm like, sell me this shit so I can leave. I don't want to get, I don't want to have to talk to the cops. 
I don't want to get invited to steal some shit. Come on, let's go. Yep. Active. We active talked about that line item at CVs, which is loss, right? They factor in loss. Break, they factor breakage. in this guy. Yep. Don't try to fight it. He loss, needed energy. Breakage. Right. You're welcome. How many trial size deodorants? Can't you think you could part with one? The man clearly out of doors. Like, let him have the batteries. They're probably for his portable heater. Like, I mean, right? And if not, what do you Aww, care? Fuck you. That makes me sad. I don't know what he's doing, was, right? Was this on was your what? home front or was this Yo, on? no, yeah, this was, this was at home. This was, I was prior to getting out of Dodge. I was like, ooh, I need to have some travel stuff because I'm going to do the, the carry-on back only. That's what I'm doing. That's what I did. Are you ready for 30 seconds with Amy? Never. Let's hit it. That's actually the best answer you've given. You are never ready. Let me get my little tally hashy mark thing ready. Okay. This one is total non sequitur from everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, name for me in the next 30 seconds, Amy, as many of these items as you can. The topic is murder weapons. Go. Knife. Gun. Hatchet. Fork. Uh, rope. Bare hands. Knuckles. Uh, fucking, fucking, I'm going to kill somebody with a poison. I'm going to do a bomb. I'm going to kill somebody. How am I going to kill him? How am I going to kill him? I'm going to kill him with a frying pan. How am I going to get him? How are we going to do it? I'm going to trip. Banana peel. I'm going to get him with a push him down the stairs. I'm going to get him with a safe that drops okay, from okay, overhead. <laughs> okay. Those are good Wiley weapons, Coyote right? Coyote aside, you Look. probably got a solid 10 in there. <laughs> I don't do a lot Not of Not counting the fantasy. ones that are completely <laughs> cartoonish, but... They still work. Okay. They still work. I mean, you get the work done. They do. Don't blame the tools, man. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure this episode was heard by the authorities when it comes down to evidence for any crime that might be committed. That's it. We have did your son have a absolved ourselves. Yes. Did your son have a problem, a success story or fail that you wanted to talk about? Well, I have been singing the praises of young Petey, who is now rising to go off to college and experiencing a summer of of pretend responsibility and you know, he he has he has ups and downs. And you oh, no. always tell me that I am even Steven. Right. That from a from a universe, a vibrational, a spiritual standpoint, there's sort of this go with the flow. Close your eyes. Wait for it, because whatever's down is going to be equally up again in minutes. And it just happens. Right. So you I have are this even kind Steven. Of, I am even Steven. You. Regularly, I will be hit out of the blue with a very big bill or invoice that I didn't expect in a very specific dollar amount. And I'll think, shit. I didn't know about that. How did I not Where's know that about money that? Coming from? And right. then in a day or two later, sometimes on the same day, I'll receive a payment or a dividend or a, you know, whoops, passed, go and collected in the exact dollar amount, like down to the 07 at the Even end. Even Steven. It's fucking creepy. Right. Okay. So I say this to my kids all the time whenever it happens, just by way of saying I don't want them to have any... If that is a way for them to have a broader view of money, I don't want them to have any weirdness about money. I want you to feel like from a mindset standpoint, there's always enough. There's always more than enough to go around. And that was one of the operating principles of our business, because to, to be honest with you, our business model was to convince clients that using our product was a change because typically you would buy a product and then keep it exclusive. And instead we said, no, Ours is quite the opposite. Ours is a community-based because there's more than enough. And the bigger the community, the bigger the individual will benefit. So there's this whole mindset around you don't have to shut it off. There's always more. There's always more. There's always more. It's just an abundance mindset, right? I want them to feel that way. Just there's always something waiting for you. And so Petey skirts through life fucking up constantly and never having consequences come home to roost. It's his whole fucking life. Whole fucking life. Makes everybody furious to the person because he is very smart, he is very popular, he is super charming, hilarious, personable, and he bubbles right to the fucking top. Okay, so once again, he fucked something up hard 
and we're scrambling to try and fix it all around. I'll leave that whole part of the story out and just tell you we get all the way down to the end and what happens but zero consequences because the thing that he missed turned out the other person missed it too. It's like, yeah, it's like you had some kind of court date and then whatever, you know, it was the, failing it was the dentist. Failing up. I love the it wasn't failing the dent- up. Okay, yeah. so it was the dentist. It was the, we had to fight to get this appointment because of everybody's schedules and we come racing over there and we're, we're so late that they're going to have to reschedule it. And they're like, oh no, uh, the doctor actually had to reschedule this and we couldn't call you in time. And he's like, yeah, here's a free smoothie coupon. So not only is he not in trouble, he gets a fucking smoothie, right? Bitch. So we get in the car. And he says that is a very out dangerous. Loud. He says out loud. I got to tell you, no matter what happens, I feel like the universe keeps blessing up. And that was such a weird thing to say and I got really pissed and I also laughed hilariously because I'm like, this is exactly what I want for you. This is your entire life. This is I couldn't wish for a better mindset for you to have. And at the same time, I fucking hate it because I want you to feel the pain. Of shit not going the way it's supposed to go. I want you to be adrift in the ocean with no prospect of being found. Like I want, like this is not. And he's just laughing. to work your way out of he's that just situation. So, but I, I that I questioned it, and then it comes back to, we are all of us fortunate enough on this podcast, and probably all of our listeners Groot. to be to be of means, so our kids don't suffer for anything financially, right? Which means their view of money is already skewed. They don't know what it means to know you don't get ice cream after dinner. No, you're only ordering from the kitty menu because that's what I said, either because the parents are mean or because there's no more money from the parents. Right. So they don't know from that stuff. So it's always like, yeah, OK, we'll just ask. I'll just get it. So their idea of money in the same way, their idea of the universe, their idea of money is that nothing bad's going to happen to me. So have I done a good thing? Should I be excited that he has this mindset that I work to cultivate in myself? Or have I jumped the shark and now he's decided I can walk down the middle of the street with my dick out because ain't nothing going to happen to me. Yeah. Is it a good thing or a bad thing? So I think life is going to jump in and show him another side. I think he's going away to college. When my kid went to college, here's a difference though, where he's going to college, there's more money than the college where my kid is. But When my kid went to college, she made friends who do not have the means to go out to dinner. They have a meal plan and that's where they're eating. And I said, why don't you, you just got a killer grade on this last test that you studied for for so long. You gave it everything and you got an A. Why don't you take yourself out to a nice dinner? Why don't you treat yourself? Why don't you do something nice? And she said, I would, what, go alone? She said, none of my friends would do something like that. They are not in a position to do so. And that kind of exposure to people who don't fail up like he has been doing recently and don't have the winds blow both directions and the million-dollar check come after the million-dollar check goes out, those are going to be awakenings for him. I've talked before about that book, The Blessings of a Skinned Knee, uh, that my rabbi gave me to read. And it's the lessons they learn when they're younger So as to help frame future mistakes, because they'll remember, oh, when I rode like an idiot on my bicycle, I fell and I skinned my knee. Well, guess what? A skinned knee is a much easier thing from which to recover than not paying your taxes or whatever higher level of fuck up that you're going to do because you think things can't touch you. I think his getting out of your bubble And as I'm saying it, I see him getting into his college bubble and it not changing. But for other people, perhaps, I think you can make those mistakes early. And that way it's easier to recover because later mistakes are harder. And when you're older, illegal. Well, in the in the context of this conversation with him, it, it was less about failing or failing up. And it was more about everything works out for me, even when I don't really deserve it. And that's a different shade of actively Ooh, failing up. The fact up. that that's, he understood. That's exactly, that's exactly what we're talking about, not the failing up part. So, Because I even said to him, yeah, another way to say it is shit floats. And that means you're shit. And he's like, no, that's not it at all. And he's like, because I, I said, did you want to be late for this appointment? And he's like, no. But I also didn't think it was the world's biggest deal. And I said, that's the problem. He goes, but was it though? Because we got here and it actually wasn't a problem. So I don't, so there's a whole lot in there. The, the, Reason to have a conversation. Oh, that makes it. me angry. What? No. Yeah. 
go for well, it. Well, it makes me angry that 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 I that if I said to my kid, "We have to go, we have to go," and he disrespected somebody else's time, uh, that's still a lesson I need them to learn. Like you don't get a no, fucking he smoothie what time, for screwing over a dentist schedule time, and making them. He knew what time the appointment was, and we got there within the window. It was oh okay. I, I mean, you if you're 15 minutes late, you have to redo it. We got there 10 minutes late, which to me is unacceptable because we're fucking late. And at the same time, they were like, oh, yeah, P.S., you don't even need to be here. So I was reaming his ass the whole way there. For no reason. He got a smoothie. Oh, and then he got a smoothie. So universe bubbles up. And he was just laughing because he was like, I think you were the problem. So it, that was maybe not the best example. The thing that was the takeaway for me is this notion that he's identified good things always happen to me even disproportionately when i when my actions don't deserve it and that is a mindset don't deserve it yeah that i want him to have i want him to feel like he is protected and blessed right you're you're in a grace bubble where good things are constantly part of your life to cuz to be able to trust that because the equal can all the opposite can also be true and for him for a long time he had made true in his mind like bad shit is I'm a bad shit person bad shit comes to me all the time and I don't want that I would rather have you delude yourself into thinking that and believing that nothing but good is going to come to me even when it looks really bad because I know something good's around the corner like that's what I'm saying I, I feel great about it I really do but it's still took me aback like yeah but I don't want your ass to be fucking late for English class at eight o'clock in the morning which I can see coming like a fucking freight train so who knows who knows he's also 18 years old I was that before we shall see I know I can't wait to see we've got children to pack and trips to take and um right now you're at another showcase and your son is killing it in front of tons of coaches from school colleges that are on his list of can I can I come can I come so I cannot wait to hear the offers that fly into this very young chap because he is not ready for college right now he's got years to go too right yes the game that's being played now for division one possible division one scholarships is if the coach gives you uh, if they send you an email and they include their cell phone in the email that's that's the unwritten that's the wink because they can't wow. talk to him. Wow, well, I love this stuff. Yeah, because they can't they can't talk to you. They can't legally. They can't talk to you. They can't reach out to you. They can't recruit you. But if they give you their cell phone number, that's their way of saying when this number pops up on August 1st, 2024, is it? Might be 2025. Whatever it is. They can't talk to them until fall of junior year. And he's a rising sophomore. So, yeah, it's, it's August of 2024. So if you see the cell number, take it. You're not busy. Come here. Um, before we close, there is one story from California that I really need, dear listener, to hear. Um, I, I know you're probably already shitting your pants. This is, this is, I guess, the California episode because we're not going to continue this, I promise. We'll get back to our regular tomfoolery. But I have to tell you, words that came out of Amy's mouth this weekend, I fell off my chair and I almost wet my pants. And that is something over which I still have control. So... Amy was lucky enough to be in a room with 10 women. We were all picking breakfast for the very next day. Hands for, put your hand up if you'd like a breakfast burrito. Everyone's hands went up. Oh, but what about a cronut? And some hands, some faces look confused. And somebody said, and a New Yorker or a Connecticuter, I don't even know. She said, um, I've never had a cronut. What's that? So Amy got really excited and she shared, I assume, dear listener, you have a way to express to someone you know and love how much they're going to like this experience. Oh, I went out for my birthday dinner and I had creme brulee. It was so good. You could cry. You just, you were just, it's so good. You, I don't know, other things I've heard. You'd, it's so good. You could slap your mama. Like there are phrases I have heard. That express how good something tastes. I go with delicious. This is delicious. You have to try it. These are traits about it. No, that is not what Amy did. She doubled down after she said it too. So I will tell you. Sober? Were you sober? 
Well, I just, I, you've done such a great setup. I want to give you the punchline, but the reality is this. More backstory. Yeah. I had spent the better part of four hours in full-on culinary mode. We drove 26 minutes away from the house each, you know, to get to a particular store. We shopped for these. It was basically like a Dean and DeLuca style place, picking out all the fanciest stuff. We went to two stores. We packed everything up, brought it home, got it all prepped, got it all put out. So it was foodie central. So and we're talking about the ingredients. We're talking about the menu. We're talking about food, 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 food. Oh, it's a beautiful spread. It's this and this. And I just happened to be the point person on it. So I'm in Food Network everything I was wearing a dress like I was just I was just in hostess mode so it was everything was just a little bit formal so even when we're talking cronut so we I were don't know this that kind of that backstory. helps this comment that does help this comment because we were even talking there was a, there was two or three of us like well a cronut it's actually a cross between a croissant and a donut and it originated at this bakery and it's really great and sometimes they're stuffed with this and that so we were doing the whole thing and it could have been any show on Food Network and then our friend Lisa looks over and goes yeah so I'm definitely getting some cronuts for tomorrow our friend Aaron says well I've never had a cronut and I leaned over to Aaron and I said well you're about to get fucked in the mouth <laughs> Which I didn't, I didn't mean Dear it listener. that way. Dear listener, do you say that at Thanksgiving dinner? Do you say that at a <laughs> gathering of friends? You are about to get fucked in the You're mouth. You're about to get fucked in the mouth. I just meant it's going to be good and kind of exciting and, and surprising and new and a flavor that you don't know. It's very creamy. It's not what I meant. Yeah, I'm going to let that <sighs> okay. sit right out there. Okay, you're about to get fucked in the mouth. Is what, and then there was a lot of laughing afterward. I'll say that much. I'll say that you just said it again. I was giving you the punchline, so I have that drop. I love you so much, but only because you're so amazing. Dear listeners, we love you so much also. You have comments, thoughts, concerns. Definitely concerns. Please write us, brilliantobservations at gmail.com. Check us out on socials. Listen Brilliant on Facebook. Instagram and Twitter. If you go to Facebook, just go to Brilliant Observations and join our Brillob squad where you too could vote for how much you think my vet bill was last week. And I will tell you, it was definitely the last choice because it was over two grand. Can you believe uh, that shit? I didn't even think it could possibly go that high because what are you doing for $600 a dog? Like, what are you doing with these dogs? That's what I don't even understand. And I thought, I can't skew this thing because then all the numbers are going to come in high because she's so crazy saying, I'm so high all the time. But then meanwhile, we'd all have the wrong answer. So I really was like, it can't be. It can't yeah. be much over 1000 It can't be much over 1000 $2,000 for three dogs? I did get preventatives for them, but oh, which took us to the next thing, which is one of them needs a dental. And I just got the estimate for that. And it was between 900 dollars and $1,000 for to remove these teeth and to clean the ones that are left and to, and I just, We're I won't make that mistake teeth. again. We're not I'm just going to, yeah, no, no. they're no. just going to fall out. Teeth. Sure. That's all removing is. It's just daintier. Wait for it. Get I don't want her to be in pain though. She's not in pain. She's doing great. She's not in pain. How do you, why does she, why do we think she's in pain? I would check. I, I would get a second opinion from a vet who doesn't have a guest house on the beach. That's what I would and do. And kids she sends to private school and kids that, I'm sorry, her kids that I send to private school and, yeah, that would be smart. Do you do that? Canine dental second opinions? Do you do that? I, I don't ever have my dog's teeth checked or cleaned. I, I give him a bone and I he chews on tree bark and sometimes and his sticks, own yeah. gnaws on his own leg. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> he's going to be fine. He's fine. Dur, Did dur, you dur. miss him? My dog's great. Did huh? you miss him while you were away? I did. What I don't miss is the voluminous hair from his unbrushed coat because we've got out of sync with taking him to the groomer. We don't usually do it anyway. And then once you get out of sync, it's a really we got long out of time sync of not in. doing it. <laughs> well, it's you miss one and then you're done because you had to wait to get the one you missed. And it's like, well, fuck it, I'm not going to do it now. So, and the other thing is, we're another season's coming up. Like he's gonna, he'll shed a whole lot more. They go through seasons. These dogs with hair where they have a winter coat and a summer coat, and in between the seasons, Molting. that's when they dump it everywhere in your house. And even when you brush them, you why? I could just live in my house, or I could brush them once, and in both cases, I have dog hair 
all over everything I own forever. Like it just doesn't ever stop. So I need to go back to the ownership of dogs with no hair on them. That was my favorite way. But <sighs> that was we'll a let good this one. one live out That's his days. very good. But yeah. even even the amount of work here, I was thrilled to not have that. But when I came home and they were like screaming, I missed you so much. And they're still up in my biz nasty and they're all over me. And OK, guys, I'm here. I go away twice a year. We're good. So it was it was lovely coming home to all of that love and jet lag. It was great. Yesterday was a complete wasted day. And I think today might be, too, although I have to edit. Hey, we love you guys. We're grateful for you. Thank you for turning us on. I hope we turned you on a little bit. I don't even know how, but I hope we did. And we hope you come back next week. Hey, a new shout out to new listeners that are out there that we met in L.A. Um, Dana, I mean you, and Angela, all of you who I know downloaded uh, Catch Up, bitches, Catch Up. And do you mind my cunt necklace? Like, is that okay? Tell me what your thoughts are. Write in. Tell us everything. Thanks for listening. Love you. Bye. Bye.